you wished upon a star. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. Disneyland. Just go to Action Park, there's no other park like it. Six Flags Great Adventure. It's not a world away. Paramount's Kings Island. We will officially open Universal Studios Florida. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner. Now, here is your host. Hi, my name is Kevin Perger. Welcome back to the Defunct Island Podcast. Today, we are going to be having our post-episode discussion on Alton Towers, our first international park, with Larry Bundy Jr., the king of YouTube comment sections. I would say, um, I, I had not known of Larry before, but he has been all over the internet, um, in every form. It's a kind of like a, a horror movie for me. Um, everywhere I go, it feels like he has already beat me there. I'm when I was looking, um, you know, at other people's, uh, videos when I was just starting, Larry was there commenting. When I started my own videos, uh, Larry found me. And then when I was looking, <laughs> I found you. You he, cannot hide. From me. <laughs> and when he, and then when I was looking to make my book, I was looking at this website called Unbound. And then Larry's on there too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just everywhere. So thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, I've been on every other podcast in history, so, you know, I can only get to you. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't. He's Now he's on the podcast. It's impossible to hide. Joe Sims of the internet, I am. Just on everything. <laughs> That's great. But the uh, um, I have watched some of your videos. I personally am not the biggest video game fan, but I find your videos very fascinating. Um, if you want to just talk about what you do in case anybody actually does not know. Okay, uh, well, basically, I do sort of the history of certain things, sort of going behind the gaming industry and that sort of stuff that nobody really knows about, sort of scandals that went on and interesting sort of weird anecdotes and stories, stuff like that. And uh, like I said, a lot of the stuff is uh, I try and uncover stuff that nobody else has ever touched before on the internet. So a lot of the stuff is quite original on my channel. And um, let's see, my favorite video of yours, and this one was rather recent, I believe, is the five... Um, the five games that developers didn't have endings to, right? Um, or was it si- similar to that? What, what, there's one that they uh, basically they could they could, didn't finish the game, so right, they just right. ended it with a bug or something. So they thought they thought you couldn't. Uh, yeah, five unbeatable games by dickish developers. I think it's called. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, that that was the one. I love that one. That was so interesting. And oh, thank well, you. Uh, but you don't have enough theme park video games, I will say. I do not. Well, I've got Peter Molyneux, and he's made most of them. So <laughs> he's well, made a few. You, a theme park. You, the uh, well, at least you don't have enough of my favorite theme park video game, which I've never even disclosed before. And I talked to you a little bit about this. It's the <laughs> Legoland CD-ROM game. Oh, wow. Uh, and I, have you ever played this or seen this? I have not. No, no. Is it, I've, I think, is it the one that lazy game reviews reviewed years ago? Who I don't, I do, I do not know, but Lego, (laughs) here, I'll review it for you. It's amazing. Um, it's, it's really not anything completely spectacular, but it's just, it's, it's like a, it's kind of like a roll, it's roller coaster tycoon, but Legoland. Um, And so it's it's a fun game, and uh, you get to build your own park, and there's this whole thing, and it's with Legos. It's it's a highly recommended on my part. Um, oh, How old is this game? Oh, as well, 1999, 1990, maybe 2000. I don't. 
I'm not a, I'm not a game guy. I only know about extinct amusement park attractions. I'm very <laughs> limited here. That's all I know. Um, uh-huh. I don't even know about present day attractions. Oh, I'm just I kidding. <laughs> nostalgia. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but the Legoland and then Thrillville. Yes, um, yeah, I know that. Have you played Thrillville? I've got a copy of it, but I never got around to playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thrillville has the most repetitive soundtrack of any video game I've ever played. Um, ah. And uh, you run around the park, clean up trash, and doing you're, you're like a custodian basically that also owns the <laughs> park. It's it's very interesting. Shut the throat in the park. Yeah. And then uh, Thrillville Off the Rails is literally the clickbait version of Thrillville. I don't know if you, you, you've probably been on, well, you've seen every video on YouTube, so. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Three times, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's the, the top ten roller coaster accidents, and then on the thumbnail it'll have a, a loop that has, like, no top to it, and the car's just, like, midair. <laughs> the, the, that clickbait stuff, that's what Thrillville Off the Rails was. Oh, the, wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and so you are going to be uh, telling me about everything about the parks where you live, because I know nothing. And so I want to know um, everything about parks in the UK um, and any other European parks that you've been to. So I'm just going to let you talk and just tell me what – direct this conversation in whatever direction you want to go. Oh, okay. Well, most uh, most of the theme parks I've been to are in the – well, actually, all the pink theme parks I've been to are in the UK. Uh, the nearest one to me is Thorpe Park. Uh They've got Legoland Windsor. That's just down the road for me as well. That used to be a Windsor Safari Park. Then they got rid of all the animals and replaced it with Lego. <laughs> <laughs> They're far more easier to maintain. You don't get... <laughs> if they lose an arm, you can just pop one back on. Yeah, you can, yeah. And uh, Chessington World of Adventures is uh, a sister park to Thor Park and Alton Towers. Because they're all owned by all the big parks in the UK and by the Tussauds Group, uh, which is quite interesting, really. Because uh, they're in the U- they're in the US as well, aren't they? They got a load of sort of waxworks museums in like Vegas and New I'm York, not, haven't I'm they? Not, I'm not familiar with waxworks. Oh, okay. No, well, they're, they're basically they're more famous for their waxworks <laughs> museums and stuff like that. But yeah, they started buying theme parks in the sort of mid '90s. And they own all the big ones over here. And the other one, which they don't own, is uh, Chessington World of... No, uh, it's uh, Pleasured Hills American Theme Park, which is in Yarmouth. And so, yeah. And so let's... Uh, let's yeah, so let's go through those main three. The Thorpe Park, the Chessington World of Adventures, and the Pleasurewood American, Hills American Theme Park. So uh, Thorpe Park's nearest to you, correct? Yes. It's in. Uh, it's between Staines and Chertsey, which is near, right next door to Windsor as well you know where the queen's castle is and um, secondary castle it's but it's not like right next to the castle right? like all no, towers you could technically see it from thought park <laughs> castle because it's like you, you can, it's literally within walking distance oh really so yeah well walking like two three miles walking distance but oh, okay. yeah uh but the base uh, uh thought park started in 1979 it was originally uh, a land owned by a gravel uh factory a gravel pit uh or possibly concrete factory i can't remember but they basically they took everything out of the ground and rather than just leave it there they thought it was a good idea to turn it into a theme park why not and uh yeah yeah as you do and it's a basically a island now it's an island uh, this theme park now um and most a lot of the early rides were sort of ripping off uh sort of disney stuff uh instead of the haunted mansion we had phantom fantasia <laughs> Which is which is equally as copyright infringing, really, because <laughs> we 
It's so, not Disneyland. It's it, Schmizneyland. It's Disneyland. <laughs> you have to use an old Simpsons clip, we. Yes. Um, yes, and I also had an early indoors. What's the, what's the dark dark ride roller coaster? Is that a, a name for that? A uh, dark ride roller coaster, in, in, indoor roller coaster, it's indoor, like, indoor roller coaster. that's in pitch black. Yeah, right. Uh, they had one of them. That was called Space Station Zero. I think that was trying to emulate something from Disney. Another space. We just, I mean, on the uh, on the um, the Funkland, this episode that we most recently did was about Alton Towers and their black hole, which was another Space Mountain ripoff. So that's two Space Mountain ripoffs in the UK. Mm. Um, on top of the one at Cedar Point, which was disaster transport. I mean, there's everybody loves ripping off Space Mountain. Why is this? <laughs> why why go to the effort of researching and in an originality? You could just rip off somebody else. Popular, the, there's so. only a certain amount of frontiers to set your roller coasters. You got the yeah. ocean, <laughs> and that's nearly impossible. You have space, which is pretty easy because yeah. you could just star project, and then you have Earth, which is boring. So yeah, I guess you just have to go with Space Mountain. Yeah, well, uh, Chessington has a. Um a sort of runaway train, sort of the old Indiana Jones um, uh, minecart thing. A little bit of Which big, big thunder that, as well. Yeah, I'm surprised that's not more, more popular, really, doing an Indiana Jones minecart thing, really. Right, because then at Disneyland, in Disneyland Paris, they have the Indiana Jones, that Indiana Jones coaster, while in the States, Indiana Jones ride is like a, is a, is a really complex dark ride at Disneyland. But in, yeah, in Europe, they have, um, that mine that minecart esque Indiana Jones ride. D- do they have like an Indiana Jones knockoff character at Chessington? Uh, yes, they do. They had Terror Tomb. <laughs> I, wow, I was just a shot in the dark. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, they... uh, which uh, it was had um oh, that you know that that Welsh guy in Indiana Jones's friend, who was in the fourth one. Mac. Uh, my uh, not. He, no, not Mac. He was in the fourth one, wasn't he? Like, Jonesy. That bloke? No, it's not him. It's the Welsh bloke. He was uh, he was always played sort of an Arabic sort of character. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Belloc. No, 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 that, that's the villain. No, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the fat bloke, anyhow. Yeah, right. Him. Yeah, it's basically he's a villain in it, but he's got a sort of uh, Hispanic accent for some reason. Obviously, for copyright infringement purposes. <laughs> but yeah, so he's so basically you following him around trying to find his jewel uh, to give him immortality, and it turns out that it makes him the only way to become immortal immortal is to kill be killed in it so he gets killed at the end and then turns into a sort of ghoul thing huh and so, so yes it is that exciting yes <laughs> so that's a, this is a chessington chessington yes and that was uh, that's replaced um uh the fifth element not not fifth element uh fifth dimension sorry quality pass <laughs> and, and and this is an indoor roller coaster or is this a dark ride uh, that's another dark ride. Yeah, that's the one uh, I was telling you about previously, that it was designed... Well, the story and the characters were created by Douglas Adams, the guy who'd done Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. And he also, he also wrote a couple of Doctor Who episodes as well. Um, so, yeah, so he done he wrote the story for this Fifth Element thing. And uh, that's a really interesting story behind it as well. You should definitely look into it for a future episode. Oh, I definitely will. I was very interested in... Alton Towers after researching it because it's a, a whole nother 
realm. Uh, U.S. parks was not many surprises, but because you know I've never really researched anything in the UK, <laughs> I'm <laughs> full of surprises. Yeah, having your arms and legs ripped off is probably quite a nice surprise. Well, it? so. well it dep- you know what I mean. Like there, there's not. I mean, the backstory you can kind of imagine where it started, and especially with Disney, you know the main history. But when going into a new park is always very interesting to me. Um, but yeah, well, yes, uh, getting decapitated or whatever—that's always a surprise. <laughs> or as uh, Alton Towers, their their crash. Um, yeah, they're done, and it happened a, a week later on the same roller coaster. They did nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the the thing is, if it happens too close to the um, to the beginning opening of the ride, they'll just kind of brush it under the rug. Disney did that with America Sings. Alton Towers did that with the Black Hole and the Smiler, which was the most recent one. Um, because it's like, well, we just built it. We're not going to take it down. But if it's like yeah. 10 years, if it's like 10 years in, they're like, all right, maybe we can replace it with something. Oh, where was I? Oh, no, I know. Um, it's I, right. I love the, uh, the ripoffs of all the, uh, everything Disney because people, um, cause when, you know, Disney changed everything with Disneyland. And that's why when people, uh, I have some comments every once in a while on the channel that's like, stop talking about Disney. And I'm like, I can't not talk about Disney because everything you see in the amusement park industry is because of Disney, unless you go to like Coney Island or like yeah. one of those like seaside parks or a carnival. And Disney's I, like the Kevin Bacon of uh, theme parks, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Connected. It's like the, instead of the, what is it, the five uh, Kevin yeah, Bacon? Eight, or the, eight, eight degrees of separation. Or yeah. Something like that. It's, the, it's the like one degree of Disney. <laughs> it's like Bush Gardens. <laughs> Disney, Alton Towers, Disney, like everything is just based okay. off of the Disney model. But uh, what I what I love about copyright infringement in other countries is because it's such it's so much more of a hassle to try to get like because um, with say Universal and there's certain things in Universal you could tell like oh this is Universal's version of this Disney ride, but it's different because they have a different property and it's a different story. Yeah. Um, but like once you go overseas, they're just gonna make something up that's just Kind, basically the same thing with different names um i remember unless you're chinese when you just rip it yeah base. and then, then you just use it yeah. um <laughs> and they're like as long as you keep paying for transformers tickets you can use you can use optimus and whatever ride you want <laughs> just keep giving us a billion dollars for every transformers movie um no but the uh my favorite ever uh ripoff of any property in amusement park-esque is i had a friend go on a carnival or he went to sandals beach resort something it was like a sandals-esque resort in mexico it wasn't sandals um and they had this muppets show where it was elmo and kermit and it was like worse than times square quality outfits <laughs> and like mickey came out and it was, it was the scariest thing ever and he said, gave me a video of it and it is absolutely hilarious they're like all dancing to like lady gaga songs and, mm. and for all the little kids and it's like hey it's mickey mouse and it's just this creepy it's a, it's a homeless person just starts demanding <laughs> money from the audience exactly. <laughs> he just wandered on and they're like put this on <laughs> he starts punching people to take a photo of him or something. um yeah so what what else is at thorpe park uh i'm trying to think i haven't been there for quite a while um uh, I can't remember now. Uh, there's quite a few rides in that. Um, uh, they had what? They had a, uh, a riverboat ride that was based on the the frogs. Uh, uh, you know that Paul McCartney song, the frog song. That like, 
Yeah, I, I recognize the melody. I, I could not yeah, sing the song. Basically, yeah, they, got, they had a river ride based on that. But it was <laughs> so decrepit by the thing. They had these like frogs with hot, their jaws missing. So this this pipe keeps spinning out in and out of it. They should have just like, slowed like, down the song and made it a horror ride. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's borderline Five Nights at Freddy's as it was all these broken animatronics sort of <laughs> moving about and that because they couldn't be bothered to f- fix them. And that's another thing is that uh, when you're talking about the amusement industry, uh, Disney is the only—I mean, Disney invented audio animatronics, basically. But mm. they, uh, but no one else has been able to even come close. Like Universal tried for a while, and like, screw it, we'll just put everything on a screen. We don't need this. And all these other parks, they just have really simple animatronics. Well, you don't need to. I mean, if you think about it, they're running for like 11 hours a day for, right. uh, for like almost like 300 days a year. I mean, they they probably wear out quite quickly for what they are. Right. It's quite. A, they must need constant sort of oiling, at least. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I don't, I don't know how those things keep running. I mean, I can imagine how the jawless frogs keep running. They just, they just mm-hmm. stand there. But I don't know how all the others do. If you're into, if you're into animatronics, you should look up uh, a movie called The uh, Rockefeller Explosion. Uh, somebody's put it on YouTube now. It's a really fascinating story about the evolution of the robots uh, they use in Chuck E. Cheese. Oh really? Uh, so how how they come to be? Yeah, uh, Rockefeller explosion. It's a really really good movie. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Yes, it's on. Yeah, like I said, somebody's put it on YouTube now, so you can watch it for free. So that's awesome. Yes. So uh, Chessington, then if uh, Chessington, yes. Um, you we we talk, I was about to do a, uh, an attraction there, um, called uh, what is it? Something. Professor, Bo- yeah. Professor Burp's Bubble Works. Yes. Yes, yeah, that was really, really good. That was that. That was a sort of a water ride where they go around this sort of, uh, sort of, a, sort of a Willy Wonka type factory, but they make uh, soda, fizzy soda there, and it was a great, great because they actually had the smells uh, going around. I've never seen that before in a dark ride before. Actual smells going around, and they had things like uh, you could smell the orange, in orange soda and stuff like that, going around. Huh. That's so that. That was a really good thing. Uh, unfortunately, they completely ruined it because it got a bit commercialized and they changed uh, it from soda bubbles into uh, uh, soap bubbles. Uh, a company called uh, Imperial Leather. Have you heard of them before? I have not. Oh, okay. They're, they're like, like this sort of Victorian soap company over here. And basically, they, they s- sponsored the ride and they turned it into sort of our bubbles and bubble bath and stuff like that. It completely ruined the ride. They, they got rid of Professor Burp as well because. It sounded a bit weird. And the weirdest thing was this this ride was in the middle of this sort of Transylvania town as well. So it wasn't so I don't know what how they got the association of vampires and so, uh, drinking soda. They they gotta drink something. I guess they drink blood. <laughs> they drink blood, yeah. Yeah, never mind. That doesn't make you're right, that doesn't make sense. Um It's, it's a new flavor of Mountain Dew, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew, code blood. Yeah. Do the do before the do does you. Mountain Dew type O. <laughs> it, it goes down easily no matter what type you are <laughs> oh, that, that would that would be that'd be a that'd be a fun ride to have all the all the sodas for va- soda for vampires there's a lot of good things you can uh it could be he- uh i don't there's an old mitch hedberg bit um who's a com- comedian in the united states that did a uh he called it uh i my um doctor's name is dr acula and he keeps buying my neck. You could have Doctor Acula be your first, um, your 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 bubble works esque guy. Um, but I do. I'm interested in the idea of having a Willy Wonka type ride because I've always thought that would be interesting. I'm surprised nobody's done that actually. 
Right, because there is literally an attraction in the Wonka factory. Where's your, my Willy Wonka boat ride? Yeah. That would be horrifying. Yeah, especially that. Did you did you ever get freaked out as a kid that scene where that chicken's head gets chopped off? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it's like burned into your brain as a child, isn't it? <laughs> well, well, when um, yeah, that was creepy. And then they came out with the new one with Johnny oh. Depp. With that mm. entire thing is like a fever dream. Um, well, he he said he was trying to do a Michael Jackson impression the entire time. And that was movie. he? And it's, it it feels a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, so yeah, yeah. The, that that one was. And yeah, but it, Gene Wilder's the was the scary. I mean, the the boat scene in the Gene Wilder version, the original, was the scariest thing. And I think that would make an amazing dark ride. Um, just, <laughs> yeah, I, come come watch the chickens and their heads cut off. Yeah, I th- no, I think I, <laughs> yeah, and they actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> Real chicken cost a fortune. Sponsored by KFC. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, they could just have like that. That could be the kitchen area. They could have like a really isolated, and then on the other side, and then like the post show is you get to go eat the chicken. Um, but I, I would always find that interesting. I think it would be very. Did you have a old uh, Mr. Worming? Was it Worm? What's the name of the villain in it? Mr. Wormington or something? Worms. Oh, right. The, the one that he, yeah, there could be a. Well, they're, they're doing this thing called the Live Character Initiative at the Disney parks now. I don't know if you've heard of this. No, I haven't, no. Um, it's the. It's basically. I, maybe I'm getting it mixed up with. Um, anyways, the. Uh, from if I'm remembering correctly, the Living Character Initiative is the idea they're they're really implementing it into Star Wars Land is that they have actual actors and cast members that are just roaming, and they can tell by certain like things on your Magic Band and certain things um, whether like you've written the specific ride. So if you rode the Millennium Falcon ride, they'll come up to you and be like, "I heard you flew the Falcon," and like you know it's very like personal and very like one on one, and they're just roaming around the land. They're trying to do this and trying to very Westworld esque, you know. Mm. Um, I think it would be hilarious to have shooting the guests though. What's that? Oh yeah, right. I said I've got a bull guy going around shooting the guests. Right, exactly. But the I think it would be interesting to have <laughs> a Willy Wonka factory land, and then you have what whatever that bad guy's name is, and he, he's like, "Hey, I heard you can do this," and he's like actually trying to get you to do illegal things. Yeah, you go around accosting them in the queue. Yeah. I heard you. I heard you. If you jump off the ride, they'll give you twenty bucks. Or like. <laughs> 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 got all these orange midgets coming up to you singing ironic songs about you. <laughs> Tapping you on the shoulder, you want some chocolate? No. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, um, I think, uh, on, I don't know if you're familiar with the Jungle Cruise at all. I've, yeah, I've seen sort of video footage. Of right. It. Very bad puns. Very bad. Uh, it's very, like, jolly and, uh, you know, you're going through and it's like, how can you tell that's an African elephant? Because it's in Africa. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious to have that little boat ride. And it's like, <laughs> it's a lollipops. And then it's like you go into the tunnel and then the cast member who's been giving puns and fun this whole time just changes. It's like, and the wheels keep on turning. <laughs> and the, no, the rows keep on or whatever the, you know, the speech from Willy Wonka is as you go into yeah, the tunnel. I, I, that it's, would, it's sort of in my head. I can't just about remember it. But yeah. I, I know. I, I can't remember it either. But yeah, that would be. Uh, well, we should go into business together and open a Willy Wonka park. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm literally surprised nobody's ever done that, considering how popular that is over I the know. years. And, and I mean, even that, they even remade it recently into a Tom and Cat Jerry movie, didn't they? And oh yeah, Nostalgia Critic did something on that, I believe. Everybody did it. Every angry movie critic jumped on that one. <laughs> I can see the thumbnails in my head. <laughs> Face palm next to movie poster. No, you've got um, a stupid face now, haven't you, on a thumbnail? It look like you're having a that? stroke or something. I said, you've got a 
when you do thumbnails now, when you're super popular, you've got to pull a stupid face in the corner, look like you're having a stroke or something. You know? <laughs> right, <So>. exactly. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, no, thumbnails are a whole other thing. <laughs> I, I will say, <laughs> sir, your thumbnail... Just somebody looks in the corner is how unlikely I'm going to be watching. So, <laughs> Right. The uh, Your thumbnails um, are very engaging, and they're not, oh, yeah. they're not a... They're not, I mean, you, you advertise correctly what you're going to talk about on like the majority of top five people. Um, but I, will say, I, I commented this video expecting clickbait. I was surprised. Oh, on mine? No, on mine. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah, because you actually, you know, give substance and you do research and it's not just rehashing um, like Watch Mojo, not, not no offense to Watch Mojo, but like Watch yeah, Mojo's right. top 10 fight scenes part two. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I will say that looking... I've, I've, been, I've been stealing off me as well, them lot, so... Oh, really? Have they? Yeah. They, they st- got caught, though, as well, because I literally stole one of my scripts verbatim and they got caught out. Because I, I actually made up some facts in that video, and they <laughs> actually stole my made-up facts. I, I, I've never done that, but I've considered it. I really yeah, well, have. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the only way to do it. Uh, it's called uh, Plagiarism Traps, it's called. And uh, because uh, facts are fair use... So you can't copyright facts, but you can copyright fiction. So that's how people stop others from being uh, ripping off others. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I'll do that. But I don't know. I don't know how I'd sneak that in. So Mickey many... Mouse is really a rat. <laughs> it's, it, no, Mickey Mouse is a series of two hundred rats animating the costume. Then <laughs> uh, Watch Mojo is like top ten things you didn't know about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's actually 200 rats and yes. more. that's like, that's rat king that is right 200 right. Uh, they get the, they get 200 rats in a massive ball and they get all their tails tied to each other it's called a rat king is that actually what it is yeah it's actually true look out look up rat king i yeah. don't want to do that <laughs> you see a massive ball of rats and they get i mean the ball's about like six foot tall as well sometimes they get so massive oh my gosh well then you well your thumbnails whenever you go to the uh, your thumbnails are so bright and popping and filled. Oh, that's what I do. That's my clickbaiting, that is. So, right, exactly. Yeah. And then um, if you go to your videos page to see all of them lined up, it's like, boom. Like, you, It's very like, whoa. It's, it's like every, it seems like every thumbnail is competing with another to be the most interesting. It's like, top five this. Another one's like, screw that, top five this. And it's like, what? <laughs> my brain can't handle all of the top fives. But no, it's, uh, I really do... Uh, appreciate that you actually research and that your content is not um the the typical top five content that we've seen um, i don't know why people want to watch the same video they already know the answer to like, did you know mario 2 was really doki doki panic was it really <laughs> so it's just obvious stuff like that and... right the uh and and i try to do it as well with um, my history videos, although it's harder sometimes when someone else has already done a history video, so I always try to, I go deep into the message boards. That's my favorite thing to do, is that's the best place I've found to find at least theme park information. I don't know about your research. Um, I but... thought I was old gaming magazines, mine is. That's why a lot of it's not on the internet, because it's in print form still. Oh, right, right. I've actually found that to be true for a lot of Disney books as well. As there's, If you mm. go to specific Imagineers, you can find out a little bit more about the rides. Um, mm. But it's also hard to because everybody wants to talk about these things. Everybody, I mean, the, the video game community is probably, what, three times as large as the uh, theme park community? I don't even know if you can quantify that type of thing. Yeah, I think the gaming side is very oversaturated. Oh, yeah. Odds. 
especially let's plays and stuff like that <laughs> what's up youtube <laughs> what up it's your boy <laughs> it's your boy kevin perger coming to you with thrillville part 20 <laughs> today we're gonna learn how to pick up trash in the new land i created um, <laughs> don't forget to rate comment and subscribe <laughs> yes um so let's talk unless you have do you have anything else on chessington um let's have a think uh like they had like they had a runaway train roller coaster that went round a thing. I used to like that as a kid. Uh, they had a no, they got loads of sort of uh, generic. They've basically over the years to sort of turned them into sort of a more kiddie thing park. Uh, Thought Park is more adult thing park now. Basically, Thought Park's the Alton Towers of the South, really in terms of Thought Park in terms of thing parks. And uh, yeah, they turned because literally Thought Park and Chessington are within about ten miles distance of each other. So they had to sort of differentiate themselves rather than sort of because it's a, having two roller uh, having two theme parks co you know compete with each other when you own them both is quite a sort of a difficult thing to sort of manage. Oh right. Well, so that, yeah, so they, they uh, get more kitty one. Uh, yeah, I see. Similarly, in a that's in the United States, Kings Island is uh, like two hours or maybe less from uh, Cedar Point, which are two very prominent parks, and they're both are owned by Cedar Fair, so. And uh, but they don't differentiate. <laughs> they just do the same thing, pretty much. It's, it's. I don't know. I don't see the point in that. If you can have the same things in each one, it's like a, like a chain restaurant, really, isn't it? It's like McDonald's of thing parks. You know, you're gonna go there and expect the same thing each time. What's the point of going all that way when you get it all at home and stuff? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But if you're if you're on the road, man, I mean, you know, McDonald's is gonna be serving McDonald's, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, yeah. But well, it, it doesn't make sense to have them so close together at all. Um, but yeah, no, everything is Cedar Point does try to differentiate in the fact that they're very thrill based, and Kings Island does try to do a little. I mean, I don't know if you saw my episode on Son of Beast. Yeah, I did. Yes, the, yeah, that was uh, a good one. That was. Thank you. The uh, uh, I was fishing for that. The um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. Do it again. <laughs> thank you. I was. <laughs> I, I need this kind of uh, constructive criticism. <laughs> That's a that's YouTube comment. Constructive criticism is this is bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, no YouTube criticism is you should go kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, that is actually. Um, which now now that we mentioned that, there's going to be a lot of people in the comments just saying that uh, I get it because they said it in the podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the King, Kings Island and Cedar Point are are similar in that sense. But so is that the you think that? But as they differentiate a little bit. But well, like said, I said, one's, one's for adults and one's for kids now. Right. So which so, wait, which one is for more kids? Uh, Chessington, right. uh, Thorpe Park, are more uh, more adult rides. Rides that go upside down and stuff like that, really. And because um, in any rides they're going upside down over here for some reason, I don't know why. Uh, hmm. So no loops or anything. And what uh, are they called? Chessington yes. is um, does that have a Sesame Street attraction? I, I, uh, it had a Beano Town uh, attraction, which was a British comic series. Uh, I think they had a t uh, Teletubbies park there. I'm oh, sure. whoa. That's a throwback. Our, yeah. our rest in peace, purple Teletubby. Tinkly Linkly just died. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think his uh, name was Tinkly Linkly. Yes. Uh, yeah, they had stuff like that. I think they had a... Uh, they got a Peppa Pig thing park over here as well. I've never been there, but my nieces have been there. And, that, and they go there several times a year because they like it so much. And... Um, but, uh, there is one that we have not talked about, which I'm looking forward to. I've been saving this one as Pleasurewood Hills American Theme Park. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this, please. 
Well, it's 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 quite it's uh, sort of a more low budget theme park compared to the ones owned by Tussauds. They don't have as spectacular rides. Uh, they had a they got the normal sort of uh, dinghy boat slide, water boat slide. Has that got a name for it? You know those uh, the what type of ride? Like you described, you know those water slides that you go down in a dinghy thing. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're just like the one drop. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's like three, three three small ones going down oh, like a lot like a flume yeah like a flume okay so it's not like in the in water you don't go swimming in it we don't have any water parks in the uk for some obvious reason <laughs> because it's already bloody raining as it is so all oh, right so yeah so they got they got a lot of smaller thing uh, rides and stuff like that they got some roller coasters uh uh most of the uk rides most uh, most of Nearly all the UK roller coasters are made out of metal over here as well. There's the only one I could think of made out of wood is the Grand National at Blackpool Pleasure Peach, which I went on once and broke because <laughs> of my weight. So. Well, when you went, it was broken, you said? I broke it. Oh, you I'm broke broken. it? Yes. <laughs> How did you break it? Because of my, well, I couldn't even get in the turnstiles uh, to go on the ride. I had to go for the disabled entrance because of my way. I just, but I sat on the front, and this, it's a, it's a Victorian roller coaster. It's literally over a hundred years old, and I sat on the front, and I ripped the front of the thing off because of my weight, sort of holding onto it. So, so I had to close it. Basically, the, the Grand National is two roller coasters sort of racing each other. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's got a name as well, isn't it? That's, oh yeah, yeah, they're the. Jewel. Because you had what you had, you done with video on one called like Jeweling Dragons or something, didn't you or something? Uh, the, the, that was park ride history. I did one in the oh. in in the Son of Beast one. There's a <laughs> there's a dueling roller coaster. It's a wooden one at Kings Island. It's just a it's an out and back. Yeah, well, it's a very basic one. The Grand right. National basically there for historical purposes. I think it might even be listed now. It's so old and rare. So um, yeah, so that's that's that Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I don't really do Pleasure Beach things because they're sort of borderline sort of, uh, sort of fun, you know, uh, local funfair things, you know. And um, so ple- Pleasure Pleasure Wood, though. Pleasure Wood Hills, yeah. Yeah, Pleasure Wood Hills is, what what is that themed after? I, I You you mentioned it. Sort of a, sort of a, Ameri- what they sort of interpret as an American theme park. So basically, they try and stylize everything made out of wood and sort of made out of, look at a sort of barns and stuff like that. Everything's got american flags stars and stripes all over them and stuff like that uh, they got a mascot called woody bear i mem- remember that um uh, but all the rides are sort of slightly cheaper ones they got like the sky rides uh things like that uh that flume ride i was telling you about some sort of basic roller coasters and uh, they got a dark show uh there that was based on sort of uh, frankenstein and uh things like that i think i went in there once i can't remember the story though but uh they got bought out well they tried to license the mr blobby license in the 90s because he was like a popular character uh basically he looked like a pink bowling pin with yellow spots and basically went around attacking guests sort of grabbing hold of them and falling over and stuff like that what <laughs> well that's that was a character mr blobby liked to be this overexcited mascot and he went around running up to the guests and grabbing old and sort of rolling wait, wait, over wait, wait, where was this uh pleasurewood hills well, this was a pleasurewood hills and they this pleasurewood was hills. Well, basically this is all the uh blobby land theme parks uh if you look on youtube they've uh basically some of them are abandoned and they got this sort of uh, urbex explorers and that all these and it's all sort of slowly rotting and stuff like that so it's quite sort of very silent hill sort of scary scoopy spooky these old blobby land theme parks now but yeah he was a mascot 
who <laughs> went around assaulting people, basically. <laughs> Is that what their idea of Americans are? Well, no, that, no, that was a, that was sort of a sideline. I mean, he's a very British character. Don't... Um, yeah, so this is a American theme park, and their mascot is a bear because that's we we just have bears everywhere here. Yeah, well, uh, he also had those uh, red striped trail uh, pants on. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Uh, uh, one of those eighteen hundred sort of uh, steam train and uh, driver hats. You know, those big fluffy, plumpy hats that old see, steam train drivers have. That that would be very nice um because we do people wear just like american flag pants and american flag hats i mean we are very american this is not that far off from what we are mm. but i would love if some of the people that you know were wearing flag stuff would just put it on some wacky stuff like a train conductor hat like wear an old-timey yeah. train conductor american flag outfit just to your rallies or whatever just please anything and like just make it make it wacky like wear a uh oh, what, like a astronaut suit that's completely american flagged like just mm. make it weird <laughs> so i think they also had a, a raccoon as a mascot as well but yeah <laughs> but they didn't they didn't go around assaulting people they just done the old hello thing and sort of gave kids a hug and stuff like that when that when you're allowed to do that to children and right go around hugging random children uh but yeah just like that but mr blobby went around assaulting people Sort of like going around rugby tackling them and stuff, shit like that. <laughs> literally, you know, literally physical assault. On in our, well, in our Willy Wonka factory, we should let the Oompa Loompas <laughs> punch guests in the face. They <laughs> <laughs> can headbutt them in the balls or something. Yeah, just, it's a very interactive park. Heart <laughs> <laughs> action park. You know, here your meat glasses on the way out for your black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they're not edible like everything else oh yeah everything in our willy wonka park's gonna have to be edible um so let's see i mean i'm a little uncomfortable with the idea that there's a park based around america but i can't be because everything in the united states is based off of europe and the uk i mean we have bush gardens the old country uh, we have um oh, what is harry it? potter park oh which yeah is sort of english as a very stylized sort of victorian england that is right we have harry potter Even Universal. yeah we have um epcot which kind of has a pavilion um mm -hmm. yeah we we do it we do it too but uh yeah. ours are um i don't know well, you, got all those, you got all those uh, national parks in sort of disneyland haven't you like uh you had uh sort of china and you had i think you've got britain in there haven't you in, in in what parks? One of the, in the Disney parks, you go around a, a sort of a tourist attraction thing. Could, um, oh right, Ep, in that yeah, the Epcot the pavilions Nordstrom. of the different countries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That we have one there. That's we have one there, and then of course Disney decided, hey, let's just go. Well, Michael Eisner, uh, wonderful uh, CEO of Disney from 1984 to 2005, <laughs> uh, decided let's go make a park in the uh, in the Europe and let's put it in. Paris and you and you've never been to Disneyland Paris, correct? No, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a bit too far away for me, really. Right. But I think a lot of Americans think there's Europe is just like one massive country that you can walk in, but you know, in into and out of. That is that what is. I think. Yes. Yeah, but it's not. It's like a load of millions of little, you know, hundreds, no, tens of little countries and stuff like that, each with their own culture and customs and stuff like that. So they get quite offended that they think they're one of you know one massive clump of 
countries. Well, we don't have bear train conductors, so right back. Oh, at that's you. Funny. I'm that's just not taught them properly. You know, you let them go. <laughs> we didn't train them. Yeah, <laughs> we're wasting their potential as bears. Yeah, the only know. reason they eat people is because they want to conduct. They, they think they're all train conductors, and they're trying to uh, enter the job market by uh, eliminating their competition. But the uh, so they'll see in the in the Euro, in Europe, I, I, I just thought I, I just thought that customs was you take off your monocle and you tip your top hat and then you walk oh, yeah. through to each country yeah uh well we can't do that now with brexit we uh all that coming so also we're going to be literally distant from the rest of europe now so we're almost i mean apart from trading with them we're not have nothing to do with them soon so yeah well the uh that's that's going to be problematic because then we're going to have to actually come to grips well it makes no difference from for an american coming to the uk because you'd have to uh take your passport anyway yeah, but now we can't. That that ruins the illusion that you can just walk from country to country. Like it ruins the illusion that everything is just one. Like Europe is a singular place. Yeah, which is right. a little less offensive than Africa being a singular place because we use Africa. There's actually a book called Africa is not a country. Um, <laughs> it's on Amazon. Highly recommend looking at the preview because it's not funny, but it's a little bit funny. Oh. Um, we need one that Europe is not a country. Oh, yeah, no, we should do, because, like I said, we have loads of different cultures and nations and stuff like that. Uh, we actually are going to be getting our own Universal uh, theme park soon in London. Oh, really? Universal London, yes. And, unfortunately, uh, the UK aren't very good at sort of uh, commissioning sort of uh, characters and licenses like that, so we have to import everything else. The only UK thing they've confirmed there is that they've got a Doctor Who ride coming there and a uh, Top Gear ride which oh. sings crap, to be honest. Of course, everybody loves Top Gear. Yeah. Hello, I'm Jeremy Clarkson. Come <laughs> on my ride. I will punch you in the face. <laughs> Any Irish people here, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> the, um... Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, but back to Disneyland Paris. You, um, it, the, uh, the idea that, well, you know, you we all create parks we think we can cross culture without really doing any research. My favorite uh, anecdote is they called it Euro Disneyland. And if, as if um, the people of France and, you know, certain countries in Europe didn't think we were all just a bunch of greedy capitalists enough. We call the park that translated to money Disneyland (laughs) currency, Disneyland. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like calling it dollar Disneyland over here. Um, So it's just, you know, I, I just found that, very funny. If they just did a little more research, maybe they wouldn't have called it Euro Disneyland. Mm. Um, but they, they they changed it eventually. Um, Disneyland in Paris. Dis, dis, or you, know, you could just call it "We want your money, please give us your money." Yeah. Land. <laughs> I was thinking over a bit, something a bit more xenophobic, like Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Croissant Land. <laughs> Come here, you American pig. <laughs> Disney now featuring baguettes <laughs> just like everything you could think of basically replace mickey mouse with gaston for the whole park really <laughs> yeah um <laughs> sure and then we could go do to the middle east and aladdin will be played oh. by the white the white voice actor of aladdin will be the mascot um <laughs> go to any the um what was i what was i talking about i was i keep getting off track the um this entire conversation is just not, it was <laughs> oh, never nice. even on track um <laughs> but uh what was i talking about the uh disney euro disneyland um i can't remember uh what else euro disneyland is built just down the road from asterix theme park as well which is quite weird park asterix i think it's called 
Oh, um, really? And has that not gone out of business because of you? Uh, no, it's massive. It's really, really popular. It's doing really well because I think, I think uh, being French people are very sort of uh, culturally, you know, this is France, we're doing the French thing, and so, right, <laughs> and, uh, and sort of Asterix is very French. It's a very French character. It's basically, like, would you rather, you know, a, a Simpson theme park or something? Would you, you know, it's sort of a very sort of culturally. In, entwined into their culture really so like they asterix is quite popular i mean there's a uh they got a they got a, a moomins thing park as well uh not in france but i forgot where it is i think it's the netherlands or something so i've always wanted to go there huh uh, i just i i mean i get the yeah i get the idea of you know people don't want to go to they'd rather support you know their own park than disney well, well it's, it's, I, I don't think it's a uh sort of any sort of boycott or supporting anything it's just they grew up with those characters more okay. than disney, really. yeah so they're personal to them it's really. so unfortunate though because disneyland paris is a beautifully designed park one of disney's best work ever mm. and they just failed it's just so disappointing they should have done it here um, in the United States, where no one would have, or they at least, I don't know. Um, did, you, did you get many adverts to go to Euro Disney in America? Uh, did we? I think there was one at the end of the Little Mermaid VHS, if I remember. No, maybe not. I, I, I don't remember. Did you? Did, did they get? Did you get the adverts? Yeah, we get them all the time. They're always on sale or something. Come for the. Oh, it's the anniversary. It's the 25th anniversary of Euro Disney this year, I think. I believe. I might be wrong, uh, but uh, you know, yeah, I think it's uh, it might have been just this last year, towards the end of last year. Uh, well, I remember there's loads of celebrations and that come down and blah blah. Right, blah. right. Yeah, because it was 1992, so that yeah, you're right. It would have been either they, they're celebrating either last year or this year. Probably, hmm. Disney Disney likes to make their big celebrations last years and years and years because by the time the 25th anniversary celebration is over, it's time for the 30th anniversary celebration. I know it sort of loses sort of all meaning when they do it every single five years and that. So oh, yeah. I'll just wait for this one. It's like a bus. But so. I, I, will, <laughs> I will say that Disneyland Paris is a little more of an accomplishment whenever it stays open because of the financial ruin it started in. So it's, think, like, it's like, we made it. it. Oh, I was going to say, do you think these evolution of new parks, they sort of polish them off rather over the last one um, as well, sort of a more sort of refined over the previous theme park and stuff like that do, do, what sorry what was the question again uh, do, you, do you think they're more polished they're more sort of refined how they do the process and sort of get everything right yeah uh, sort of design wise well the the right. what i've noticed is the, the eisner era was all about being bold and doing something different and so with that comes a lot and that's very good but with that comes a lot more uh reason for fa uh room for failures and so euro disneyland turned out to be in a amazing park just an incredible park and it and it wasn't off base on european ideals they actually did their research they just the marketing was wrong and so they you know they didn't get it right and also people didn't like the idea of disney coming anyways more recently with disneyland the one that just opened in singapore i've heard hmm. mixed reviews on it um although the attractions are apparently incredible and I've heard this, I mean, people are going, obviously, they're going to they're gonna turn a profit. Um, Iger is very good about making sure, covering every, uh, making sure that everything is just right, so there's no way mm -hmm. we're going to fail. It's like, it's, it's just a little bit of magic, and then a little bit of uh, risk management, mm -hmm. and like, just to make sure everything's very uh, non-failure. But I, I do remember, there's two parks in Paris, right? There's Studio Park as well, mm -hmm. um, Walt Disney Studio Park, and I've heard that one is not doing very well. Oh, so 
it's a uh, European Disney parks are interesting. I I find uh, I, I mean international Disney parks are interesting. I've never actually done. I've never talked about an international park. I've done a little bit about Disneyland, um, mm. but uh, I uh, what's even more interesting are these uh, different characters they create for something like Chessington, like Doctor. What was his name again? Sorry, Professor Burp. Professor, Bur- sorry, Professor Burp. Right. Yes. Oh, because soda. I get it. See. Yeah. That's that's fun. <laughs> Um, and also, that's probably maybe that's from the uh, Willy Wonka movie as well. You know, the fizzy lifting. Drinks. I was, I was, I was going to say that when you said it was. I know, I know. I was thinking about the oh, fizzy lifting stop drinks. Fizzy lifting drinks. Good day, sir. <laughs> you breached the contract. The um, <laughs> that that would be the best living character initiative. I'm telling you. I'm to our our park idea. We need to we need to get some copyright on that right now so no one comes takes that idea away from us because we can make sure we don't give the park to somebody at the end of the tour (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly we'll give it to the poor kid yeah don't worry (laughs) just this little boy (laughs) just (laughs) his parents dragged him to the park you're in charge of this now (laughs) (laughs) you take him him to well, self <laughs> You are now the CEO of the Willy Wonka Park. You have to keep upkeep. Here's your little suit. I suppose, I suppose you could actually uh, avoid a lot of litigation having a child in charge of the company because they're too young to be sued, aren't they? The minor. So, <laughs> right. We've been doing we've been doing some really shady stuff, and you. <laughs> And since you're a minor, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to go to juvie, or I don't even know what it would be. Do you? We have juvie here for juvenile detention. Uh, I think we do. We used to, it used to be called Borstal over here, but it's got, I think they've got a juvenile over here as well. But they're sort of frowned upon, really. You know, they they sort of try their best not to put them in there. Yeah, I think all of ours are private, so they're like, lock them up. <laughs> Let's make some money <laughs> off of them, which is unfortunate. <laughs> um, so do you oh, have? I'll any- tell you Oh, I'll tell you another thing about British parks is um, another thing they're ripping off with Disney. They say they're all opening up hotels as well. Thorpe Park, Alton Towers and Chessington all got hotels in them now. And they don't like the using the word thing park anymore. They, they like to call themselves a resort as well. Yes, that is very true. That is, I mean, uh, as I, uh, very true for American parks as well. Is that it's a thing park called a dirty word nowadays, is it? It's like well, Kentucky Fried Chicken changed themselves to KFC because they don't like the fried word. I think honestly, you might you might be kind of right. I think the resort gives a more uh, sort, of, sort of vacation destination if you call it a resort. Right, Le- it, much so. much less of a much less it's, of it. It sounds more luxurious, doesn't it? Yes, really? it's like the Mansell roller coasters and the come dark to, come to our <laughs> resort infested with mice. Yeah, um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you have anything else uh, that you would like to talk about? Anything else about theme parks or video games that we that you'd like to touch on? Any anything, honestly? Mm, well, it's like I said, the only the only real theme park related video game I really enjoyed was actually was theme park itself. Uh, you should actually look into it. It's quite good. You can do like really uh, scummy things, like um, if you put more salt in the fries, people will then go and buy a drink. And if you put more ice in the drinks, they don't have to buy a second drink. Like you, you can do little things like that. What? That's I. I have to play that. Yeah, um, you can do. Yeah, you can do things to make more money. But yeah, like putting more, like more salt in the fries to make them and that. And also, um. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing! I'd love to do that. You can, do, you can get things wrong, like if you put a burger bar next to a roller coaster, you see all the kids throwing up on it and stuff like that. And then you have to get a janitor out to clean up all the sick on the ride and stuff. That's incredible. So, so, so it's a great ride in that, yeah. Um, oh, I will. So wait, what was it called again? Theme park. Just theme park. 
Big part. Yeah, you can get it on EA's Origin. Sometimes it's free as well. Are you sure that they didn't change the name to Resort? <laughs> no. Uh, they have made another one called Thing Park Inc., which is a bit... Oh, Thing Park World isn't very good. It's a sort of a dumbed-down version of it. Huh. Well, I'll have yeah. to, it's like Civilization for theme parks. Basically, yes. <laughs> uh, so you, you, you go around the world building theme parks and stuff like that and sort of building up an empire. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Defunct Land podcast. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for visiting Defunct Land.